podcast TV with my mom, the podcast where me and my mom talk about TV. Hi, Mom. Hi, Rachel. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling fine. <laughs> mom is sick. <laughs> I, I don't want to wear the head things today. Okay. <laughs> I, can't, I can't hear. I'm going to keep wearing mine. I can't hear normally. I know. And my ears are clogged, so it's kind of hard to hear anything. Jesus. She's also sucking on a cough drop. And I am. she might cough or sniffle. And so if you are the kind of person that doesn't like those sounds... Then don't listen. You know, I'll do my best to edit it out. But, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm sorry. Clearly. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not perfect either. But no. anyway, sorry. How, I'm on, are, I'm how on. are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the mend. Bink. Great. I'm doing fine. Oh, thanks, yeah. How are you, Rachel? How are you, Rachel? Sorry. <laughs> that's bad. I'm hope, doing well. Oh, that's good. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. It's the uh, CrossFit Open started this last week. Oh. So, you know, the next five weeks. I'm You're such be... a water. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, doing that. And uh, are you ready to do, do, do our yeah. intro song? Okay, let's Well, start. let's have, I don't feel like singing a song today. Yeah. Let's just do TV news. Um today let's just say it's tv news it's tv news bodily bodily bah. okay no don't put that in well it's too late it's already there well no <laughs> <laughs> i'm not up to a hundred percent of myself i know i'm not gonna I'm force sorry. you to do anything you don't want to do i i suggested to mom that we put this off and i just post and say you know what mom's sick we're not going to record this week but she said that's not nice <laughs> so i said okay well let's do it then well i had some questions to ask our viewers Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. Should I do TV news first, though? Do TV news first. My big uh, TV news for the week, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen this already, is that The Haunting of Hill House, oh. or the producers of Haunting no. of Hill House, are no. coming back with no. a second season, no. and it's going to be called The Haunting of Bly Manor, and it's going to be Ugh. based off of the Henry James novel, The Turn of the Screw. No. No. Not watching it. Nope. I'm super psyched because I thought that show was probably one of my favorite shows of the last year. I thought they did such a good job. And I think some of the same actors are going to come back in the second season, but it'll be an anthology kind of thing. So it'll be a totally different story with the same actors, which I'm excited about. Do you know how many days after I just watched that one episode that I woke up during the night thinking that somebody was hovering above me? It's a scary show, but it was so good. Pass. (laughs) I give it a zero on the tomato scale you know it's interesting because there are a lot of other adaptations of turn of the screw that are coming out right now in terms of movies so i think it's interesting that they chose that what other what? films are coming out uh i'll tell you one second like that one that with the commercial with the family that's a family and it freaks me out every time and i have to turn the channel really quick don't know what you're talking about yeah you do <laughs> you know that dude peel keenan no. Oh, uh, the sequel to Get Out. Yeah. It's called Us. Yeah. That yeah, was, that's a terrifying preview. It looks horrible. I, I mean, mean, horribly scary. I thought Get Out was good, wasn't particular. Like, I mean, it was scary, but not like, I'm going to have nightmares scary. This one looks like I might have nightmares Ugh. after watching it. Um, totally. I can't find the examples of the Turn of the Screw movies, but I, I thought there were two film adaptations coming out next year. That's all right. I, I probably won't If you're see. a listener and you know what I'm talking about, maybe send me an email. I don't. Yeah. Anyway, that's the only bit of TV news I had. That's it? That's all I have to say. Well, we're boring. I mean, the Oscars happened tonight, so I don't really have, I don't know who's going to win. Well, I have predictions about who's going to win, but it hasn't happened yet, so we can't talk about it. Well, that's movies, not TV. Yes. Sorry to say. But, um, yeah, I'll watch some of it. Although, interestingly, and this is sort of TV news, there are two films that are nominated for Oscars this year that came out on Netflix. And I'm like, 
What are those? Well, Roma, which has one of the most nominations, uh, was uh, directed by Alfonso Cuaron, and that's that got like eleven nominations. It was on Netflix. Net- it's it a Netflix, Netflix movie. You could watch it right now. It's on Netflix. Oh wow! And then the Ballad of Buster Scruggs uh, is nominated for best original song and for best uh, original screenplay, and that's a Coen Brothers movie that came out on Netflix. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. So I'm like, that's kind of TV. Everybody is jumping on the Netflix wagon. Well, I think it's it's marking sort of a change in well, film production. Well, they said um, Sandra Bullock's going to do another oh, Bird Netflix. Box. She's going to do another Netflix movie. Yeah. Yeah, so. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe that's good, though, because then we don't have to spend, you know, a bazillion dollars to go to the movies. Yeah, although I do like going to a theater. Me too. There's something about the kind of environment of watching a movie with a bunch of strangers that I enjoy. Um, yeah, and when you scream really loud, it's hilarious. <laughs> what did we see? Oh, so last, like a couple weeks ago, Mom and I watched the movie Happy Death Day, and then we just watched, we recorded about Russian Doll already, right? Wasn't that just last week? No, last week was um, the, uh, what's his face? Ted Bundy. Did we not talk about Russian Doll? No, we have not talked about Russian Doll. We said we were going to talk about Russian Doll this week. Well, guess what? I haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was like, what did we say we were going to talk about? I told people to watch Russian Doll because we were going to talk about it on the oh, podcast. Oh, man. And I thought we'd talked about it already on the podcast. No, because I've only watched like the first, was it with you? We were sitting here watch, starting to watch it. And it was only, then something happened and we had to do something else. I've seen the whole thing. I have I have not. <laughs> Your goal was to watch it and then we were going to talk about it. Oh. But I forgot that Losers. that was what we were going to do. I thought we'd already done it. So in, instead of that, what are we doing this week, Mom? I'm going to give you a quick recap of a show that I watched on Netflix called, um, oh, shit. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, no. Called The Umbrella Academy. Yep, that's it. My voice just went down a grade. Yeah, it's okay. But yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Mom's going to recap the first episode of The Umbrella Academy because I forgot she was supposed to be watching the Russian Doll Show. That's not my fault. <laughs> it is your fault. Well, no, it isn't because you're supposed to be the reminder, not me. Mm. I don't remember shit. Next week, we'll talk about Russian Doll. Sorry, we're talking about Umbrella Academy today. All right. It's a classic TV with my mom recap episode. So, anyway, I don't remember much. <laughs> I mean, you don't ever, really. But. I know. But, um, okay, so the Umbrella Academy has Ellen Page in it. Great. I remember her name. And she, I don't know if she's ever shows a happy face. She struggles to smile. You So she... So I've seen it all already. I've only seen episode one. I've seen like six episodes, but mom's still going to recap the first episode for me. Um, Yeah, she does. She's had a hard life and she doesn't smile very much. Okay. So anyway, it starts off there. um, There's people walking in a pool, doing like exercises in a pool. And it kind of reminded me of me because that's would have been me. Mm -hmm. But um, and then there's this boy and a girl sitting off to the side of the pool She's wearing like a really bright yellow swimsuit and in contrast to everybody else who's wearing black. Yeah. So um, he reaches over. He's he's flirting with her and stuff. And he ends up going They're like to, teenagers. Yeah. And he goes and sits next to her and he's going to kiss her. And she's like, no. And then she reaches over and kisses him on the cheek and then proceeds to get up really quickly and jump in the pool. Uh huh. That's when things start getting weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was back. Was it a Russian? They it were was in Russia. Russia yeah. So the ladies are all um, exercising. She jumps in the pool, and all of a sudden you just see blood Mm. in the water. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you see is this teenage girl floating to the surface, and she's obviously pregnant and giving birth. Mm. So so I don't know what they flashed on the screen, but 
they said like in 1989, I think it was. Yep. Um, seven women. 43 women. 43 women. I thought it was seven. Well, seven of the kids get adopted, but go ahead. Okay. So 43 women all find themselves pregnant and giving birth on the same day at the same time. They were not pregnant beforehand. And they were not pregnant beforehand. All of a sudden, zippity-doo-dah, there it is. Having babies. Having babies. So um, the girl gives birth at the, on the side of the pool. It's very confusing. I don't know, you know, what the fuck's going on. And then this um, dude, I don't remember his name, the old guy. Uh, Reginald Hargreaves. He decides that he's going to adopt seven of them. Mm-hmm. He wants to adopt many of them. He gets seven. Right. It's a good thing you watched the show. I know. I feel like it's not a classic recap episode. It's not because I don't remember most of it. I'm going to stop filling in the details. It's more fun if you don't know it. Okay, well, then shut up. <laughs> so, then, so then he names the kids one through seven. You see, they play some like funky music. It's almost like Beatles music. So it kind of got me into like, you know, 70s, this 80s. could be kind of fun. And they show them in prams. They each have a nanny. Uh, the prams are numbered one through seven. And um, it kind of flashes back and forth from when they're adults to when they're kids Mm -hmm. and the reason why so the the dad mr hargrave dies Mm. and and three of the kids like ellen page the guy who there's a guy that does a lot of um karate and knife throwing (laughs) i don't remember what number he is is it gonna matter (laughs) if i don't know their numbers ellen page is i think number seven yes ellen page is number seven and she doesn't have anything extraordinary about her She's ordinary. But she does play a nice violin. She's a good violinist. Good violinist. But each of the kids has something extraordinary about them. There's, I don't know their names, but... Go through them one through seven. Well, I don't think I can. (laughs) Because... What's number one? Well, number one, I know that one. Number one was up on the moon or somewhere. (laughs) He fought, he's like gigantic. He's a big guy. Really big guy, like overly, I mean, bigger than The Rock. Bigger than... Cartoonishly big. Cartoonishly big. So he's like, yeah. Yep. Or so, comic bookly big. This is based on a comic book. Yeah, I think it's more comically. Comic bookly. Anyway. Um, so anyway, he's on the moon or somewhere, and he sees a news flash that his father died. So then... What, are you laughing at me? No, keep going. So he's in like a spacesuit and stuff. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. he did. He's totally on the moon. Do you know what his special power is? No. Okay. <laughs> is it just because he's... Well, could it be he's big? <laughs> yeah, sure. He's strong. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, that's number one. Number two, is that the lady with the yeah. curly hair? Uh, no, I, I think the knife thrower is number two. All right, so then there's number two. He's like, um, they show him in a house, an apartment. The family's been taken hostage. He breaks in, and he saves the family. Um, and he throws knives, and he's good at, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then number three is the drug addict. No, that's four. Damn it. Number three is the kid? Allison. Allison. Oh, yeah. Number three is Allison. She looks like, I don't know what her special powers are. But Wait a minute. You watched the first episode and you don't know what any other powers are? Well, number one is strength. <laughs> I just told you that. Number, <laughs> number two is a knife thrower. Yep. Number three is Allison. I don't know. She was on a red carpet and she looked like she was a beauty queen. Did you see the flashback to when they're kids and there's the bank robbery going on? Yes. Okay. I don't remember what she did. <laughs> okay. Wait. <laughs> and they're all wearing masks like the, um, what's that cartoon? Expendables? No. 
Dependables? No. Ooh. Incredibles! Yes. Incredibles. They have black masks on. That's it. It's just black masks. Whatever. I don't remember what number. I don't remember what Alice and what her secret thing is. She says, I've heard a rumor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Oh, yeah. I watched that show. Yeah, I know. So she has. She heard a rumor and she can make people do stuff with her With yes. Just saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number four yes. is the drug addict. Yes. I remember him. Do you know what his secret power is? Uh, hold on. I think he talks to the dead. Exactly. So, um, so there, those four and Ellen Page all go to the house because um, their father has died, and their mother never ages. I think she's a robot because she gets plugged in and got ju- juiced up. So that's kind of weird. But then, I mean, so you're watching this thing. One of the brothers has disappeared. Yep. Number five. And one has died. And one is dead. Number Bill. Ben. Ben. Number six. Number six. So, um, you're, okay, so it's like Ellen Page, I should know their names. It doesn't matter. Ellen Page, the knife thrower, the fashion model, and the strong man are all in the house, and all of a sudden, this number, this little kid materializes like a 10-year-old. 13. 13-year-old, and it's their brother who disappeared, what, 40 years ago? 13. 13 years ago? 17 years ago. Thank goodness you kept up. He's number five. And he can materialize. He shapeshifts time. He can teleport through space. Those same things. Space jump. And then one, yes, he can move through time. Right. Or so, did one time and didn't come back after he did it. Right. So there, he's back now and they're all kind of acting like it's no big deal that he's back. But they're, you know, welcoming to him. And then all of a sudden, Ellen Page is in one room and this monkey comes in. And I forgot about the monkey. And I don't even know. Pogo. Who? <laughs> he comes in and he starts talking to Ellen Page like, you know, they're best friends and he's been around forever, which I'm sure he has. But It's a monkey in a suit. What is glasses. that? What is that about? Yeah. It's very confusing. So the, the thing about this show is that it starts in medias reus, which means it starts... In can't the story you, can't already. You say it starts in the middle. It starts in the middle. Yeah, maybe it's Reyes. Come so, on, Rachel. So you enter the show, and the characters are interacting with each other in such a way where they You're, know more of the story than you do already, yeah. and they're not explaining it to you at all. Yeah, including why there's a talking monkey in a suit. Yeah. So that's it's. But you know, you infer that that's the house, the like servant in the house. I get well, the, like a butler. The, well, the their father was like obscenely rich mm-hmm. they lived in this uh mansion mm-hmm. and there was at one point where they were flashing pictures of the kids mm. as they aged mm, portraits yeah and some disappeared and some it's like family portraits yeah and, i mean so did you notice who was disappearing from the portraits no uh well first of all he adopts seven kids right. ellen page doesn't have any abilities she's not in any of the portraits oh so it's all it starts with six kids and he and just him. keeps saying how ordinary she is yes and yeah. then in the next portrait um number five is gone because he went missing so Ooh. now there's five kids and the, and the dad right and then number six goes away which is ben because he dies he dies and so then there's four kids and the dad yeah and then you know after that they sort of disband yeah because they, they're a crime fighting team yeah and he's training them to do that. Yes. With all their different abilities. He's not so much their parent as he is, has adopted them and is training them to be crime fighters. Yeah. Which is... And he never gives them names. They're all numbers. Yeah. Until mom, the robot, gives them names. Right. And she's 
I mean, she's, I don't know. They have, they had um, a little funeral for the dad out in the garden, and they just dumped his ashes, like, in the middle of the garden, and that was it. I mean, it was just like, you know, okay, let's go. And one guy put a cigarette out right in the ashes. They don't like him so much. No, and then um, the knife-throwing guy and the strong man got into a fight. Mm. And broke Ben's statue, which nobody was really beat up about, but I was a little bit, you know, hey, look at the statue, dude. Mm. So I don't know, I don't even remember how that story ended the first episode. (laughs) (laughs) I was getting a little sleepy. (laughs) But, oh yeah, so the one who can shapeshift or who can time jump or whatever, he said that he jumped um, into time and it was when the world was ending. And everything was on fire. The The mansion was in a crumble. And he came back to tell them that um, the world was going to end in like eight days. Exactly. Yeah. So then I think that's how it ended. It is. Yeah. So they have to figure out what the hell's going on. So what do you think of the show? It's fucking weird. It's sort of like a dysfunctional family. I mean, yeah. they're very dysfunctional. Yeah. And they haven't seen each other in like 12 years. They come back together because their dad dies. Right. And then it's sort of like how they deal with their dysfunction. And they all have superpowers. Yeah. I mean, I'm wondering if Ellen Page is going to, something's going to happen with her that she actually has powers that she's been hiding. Well, it's really interesting. There's like lots of little details about the show that if you're watching, you kind of want to like rewind and watch again, like the portraits and how they change. Yeah. In that scene. But at one point they flash to um, Hargrave, Reginald Hargrave's notebook his like research book right and he's listed all the numbers number one two three four five six seven and when he gets to set and he kind of focuses it on seven for a second and it says something about rem sleep and like lots of yeah because he was always watching them on yeah. the monitors mm-hmm. so that thing where he puts the thing on their heads while they're sleeping that's yeah. episode one right yes um and then like hers is like flashing like crazy yeah so they've they've hinted at something in the first episode about her but she's spent her whole life as, as someone on the outside who's never been included. Right. She's always been looking in mm-hmm. on them. So it's kind of, I mean, I'm going to watch, I mean, I did start watching episode two, mm-hmm. but I fell asleep. Um, I will start it from the beginning again and watch it. But it just seems like, like you said, it's one of those shows that you start in halfway. I mean, you're in the first episode and you don't have any idea what the hell's going on. Yeah, and I, everybody else does. I, everybody in the show does. I feel like that makes me want to keep watching it, though. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to figure out. It almost gave me a sense eight. It sense. is sense eight ish. Yeah. yeah, it's got that style. You know, yeah. I think it's interesting. I think the thing that failed with the Marvel shows, like uh, Jessica Jones and Punisher, and what are the other ones? The Iron Fist and uh, Luke Cage. Oh, yeah. Like, they had separate shows for each of them. And then they all came together in this show. And, like, you had to have watched the whole season of the other ones to be able to watch the Defenders season. And it was just sort of, like, it felt a little bit like a money grab. Yeah. And also, like, an overwhelming amount of content to try and stay up to date with. And I think the thing that's going to work for this show is that they are telling the stories of each of the people in the kind of crime-fighting superhero team. Yeah. In one season. And I think they're doing a really good job of it. Like, often, I think, when they try to do that people will get forgotten. Like, I could imagine Klaus, who's number four, he's the one who can talk to dead people. Mm -hmm. Like, I can imagine him being sort of like a sidekick character that's sort of like comedy relief, funny. Right. But 
as I've watched more of the show, like, they really develop his storyline, and he becomes, like, a oh. character you understand and care about. And even, um, like, the same with Diego, who's number two, the knife thrower. Diego. All of them have. I remember that now. Yeah, it's, it's Luther's number one, and then Diego, and then Allison. And then after Allison is Klaus, who's number four. Mm-hmm. He can talk to dead people. Um, and then five is the time jumper, who's never got a real name because he disappeared before the real names got given out. Mm, He's number right. five. Number six is Ben, who's died, but he... I think had some sort of like ability to transform into monsters. Oh, um, oh yeah, in the bank vault. Oh yeah, the and then seven vault. is Ellen Page, who doesn't have any powers, and her name's Vanya on the show. Vanya. And so I think they do a really good job of telling the story of each character, so that you feel connected to each one. And right. they're doing it in one season, so that like they can set up this season, tell this interesting story, and develop all these characters, and you don't feel like you're overwhelmed by the amount of content. Yeah, it's true. And it's I mean, still a comic book movie. They're still superheroes, you know? It's. I mean, do you find out why all the 47 people got pregnant at the same time? Yet? <laughs> well, so I haven't finished it, um, the first season, but there is an episode where they, something happens, and there's a okay. conversation that happens. Okay. With someone about that. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't want to give anything away. No, no, no. I don't want you to. Um, I mean, I want to be able to. It's, it's a lot of like inferring things. Like the okay. story isn't told to you directly. Okay. It's not explicit. Yeah, there's a lot of that though. There's a lot of, yeah. you know, you sense that they're talking about something you should know about, but you don't really. And you kind of have to pick up on it from like context clues. Like yeah. the, the stuff with mom being a robot. Mm-hmm. It's not like explicitly explained to you why she was there. But like the more you watch, the more you learn. Oh, okay. He created her to right. care for the kids. Because he didn't really give a shit. Because he didn't care for the kids in the way that no. a parent should. Right. Because he was raising them for Scientific. a purpose. Scientifically. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I'm going to keep watching it. Hmm. I think. I think it's interesting. I like the, what do you think of the, um. Like, filming style and the... It reminds me a little bit of, the, like, the Lemony Snicket show style yeah. as well. Series of Unfortunate Events. Sort of, like, very cartoonish settings and scenery, but also Bright set colors. into a real-world place. There's, like, weird colors. There's weird... There's funky music. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's very uh, cartoony. Yeah. But um, I didn't like Lemony Snicket. You didn't like that show? No. Oh, huh, I did. It made me sad. Well, it is sad. <laughs> this show's sad too. Seriously? Yeah. I need some upbeat. I mean, these poor kids. I know. Well, I mean, where'd they come from? Yeah. It's an interesting that's, question. That's the question. Where'd yeah. they come from and what the heck what was in like the the um the guy who can speak to dead people mm. stole that box and like Yeah, that becomes very important. Yeah, they gotta know what's in the box and he last I saw him he was throwing all the shit. In the in dumpster. dumpster. Because yeah. Pogo the monkey's like, this happened in episode one, mom didn't recap it, but Klaus steals a box from Hargreaves' office to sell for drugs. Right. And he throws the things that are into it into the dumpster. And Pogo the monkey's like, that stuff is very important. We need it back. Yeah. Oh, boy. So it's information about their powers. So they're going to want to find that. Becomes important. Oh, boy. Anyway. Anywho. I think you should watch it. I'd give it a chance. I've, I've been enjoying it. I watched several episodes of it yesterday. I know. Um, I watched, well, I might watch another one today. See and what damn it, Russian Doll was so good. It's one of my new favorite uh, shows of 2019. We're going to have to talk about it. I will talk about it. I think it. you should finish it and then we should have a debate because I, I don't know if we're going to like it, both like the it. The whole thing? Yes. It's How many episodes? It's seven episodes and they're 30 minutes each. That's a lot of time investment. No, it's not. <laughs> it's like three and a half hours. <laughs> it's like nothing. Well, okay. I will watch it maybe on 
I'll watch it before the next show. Yeah. The next, whatever. Sorry, everybody, for letting you down on that front. Yeah, well, you know, I could just, like, guess at what it was about because I watched the first, I think I watched the first 20 minutes. Oh. That was it. Yeah, you got to finish it, and then we'll talk about it. All right, I can do that. All right, do you have a word of wisdom, Mom? I don't know. My brain is like sludge. You said that last week. Last time I we- did? Yes, because you were also sick last time oh. we recorded. You know why? Because you've had this cold for forever. And you know what you should do? Oh, my God. Here's my word of wisdom for everybody. <laughs> if you have a cold that lasts more than three weeks, go to your doctor and get some antibiotics or some medicine that might help you. My word of wisdom for today is I'm going to follow Rachel's word of wisdom. Good. Thank you. And call the doctor tomorrow from work and go see her on my way home from work. So everybody should do that. And I did get a flu shot this year. I know. That's good. I just don't get it. It's not the flu. (laughs) I think you would know if you had the flu. Really? I think you would be like laid up. Oh. With a fever. I have no fever. Your head's not hot. I have no fever. But um, that's my word of wisdom. Take care of yourself. Drink plenty of fluids. Yeah, it's the time of year. I have been trying the oil of oregano. Yeah, she's taking oil of oregano. Let that sink in. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's good It's good for your sinus help. Sure. Diane says so. I'm sure it's true. Well, she said that I made her burp oregano. So I think I did it on that one, too, just to try it. So it would make me burp, too. <laughs> it didn't. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. And uh, check out Umbrella Academy on Netflix. It's all there and ready for you to watch. Come on over. Comic book by Dark Horse Comics. Come over and watch it with me. Oh, I had a question. Uh Uh-huh. That I wanted to ask out to our viewers. Okay. Listeners. Every other podcast has nicknames for their listeners. We call them our viewers. (laughs) Well, you know what I mean. They have names. Like the murder one. What are they called? Murderinos. Murderinos. Dak Shepard. Armchairies. Armchair cherries. Arm, what is it? I have no idea. Armchair cherries. I think they're cherries. Uh-huh. I want a name. You don't think that calling our listeners viewers is a good name for them? No. Uh, <laughs> I like it. But uh, uh, I guess if you have suggestions for what you'd like to call yourself as a listener to TV with my mom, feel free to send us a message or respond to one of our posts on Instagram or Yeah. Whatever. Let me know. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I mean, I don't know if I'll get any takers, but... We'll give it a look. You know. All right. We'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Have a good trip. Oh, no. We're not going anywhere. (laughs) Great. Thanks for listening to TV with my mom. You can follow us on Instagram at TV with my mom and on Twitter at TV with mom and on Facebook too. Yes, you can. You can also send us an email at TV with my mom at TV got nope. You can send us an email oh, at it. TV with my mom. I lost it at gmail.com. Oh my god, I totally forgot. Oh my god, go to the doctor. <laughs> you can also rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple uh, iTunes. We would love to hear from you. We would give us a rating. Yeah. Who do you want to shout out this week, mom? Well, you know I'm gonna shout out. Oh, you sound terrible. I'm gonna give a shout out to all the waters. Oh yeah, CrossFit listeners out there. CrossFit listeners, I. Watch your your Instagram and you know good luck on your what is it? <laughs> open workout. On your open workout and do a lot of watts. Who do we want to thank this week? Oh, I want to thank John Dodson. <laughs> <laughs> and the great.
great that we thank the same people every week. It's so easy to remember. Well, how can I not remember gmail.com? That's ridiculous. Yeah, well, thanks, John, for your music, and thank you to Diane Sullivan Thorson for her album art. Yes, thank you. And we'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. I'm going to sound ten times better in a couple weeks. She better. I will. All right, bye. Bye.